Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. Welcome to Naranda Income Fund's first quarter 2021 financial results conference call and webcast. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode. Following management's presentation, there will be a question and answer session open to financial analysts and investors only. Instructions will be provided at that time for you to queue up for questions. If anyone has difficulties hearing the conference, please press star followed by zero for operator assistance at any time. I would like to remind everyone that this conference is being recorded today, April 30th at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. I will now turn the conference over to Liana Shantomo, outgoing Chief Executive Officer of Canadian Electrolytic Zinc Limited, Naranda Income Funds Manager. Please go ahead. Thank you, Operator, and good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Also joining me this morning is Paul Enerson. Chief Financial Officer of Canadian Electrolytic Zinc Limited, the Funds Manager. Before we start, I would like to draw your attention to slide three of the presentation regarding forward-looking information. During the course of today's presentation, we will be making a number of forward-looking statements that are based on certain assumptions and subject to a number of risk factors outlined on this slide. As a result, Naranda Income Fund cannot guarantee that any forward-looking statement will materialize and you are cautioned not to place undue reliance on these forward-looking statements. Please note that all dollar amounts in this presentation are in U.S. dollars unless otherwise indicated. Let's begin with a brief overview of the first quarter of 2021. Lower treatment charges, strong zinc and copper prices, and solid operational execution at the processing facility resulted in earnings before income taxes of $11 million in line with the same period last year, and positive EBITDA of $9.5 million compared to $17.2 million in the first quarter of 2020. This has been achieved in the context of extremely challenging market conditions for zinc smelters globally and the continued uncertainty and negative economic and health impacts of the ongoing pandemic. Despite the additional complexity and operational challenges, the processing facility has maintained a safe operating environment. We remain vigilant and continue to monitor the COVID-19 situation closely to mitigate any impact on our operations. Looking at concentrates processing and zinc metal production, we are meeting our production expectations. Our team is working diligently to manage variations in concentrate feed quality and mix in order to maintain production with existing infrastructure. The reopening of Caribou Mine will somewhat reduce reliance on offshore shipments. In parallel, we, are, we also continue to move forward on time and on plan with our strategic expansion projects to improve our residue filtration, which is currently at capacity, and ultimately increase our production capacity. Now turning to some recent announcements. Concurrently with the release of our Q1 results yesterday, we announced that the fund has reached annual terms on the sale of zinc metal, but not on the purchase of zinc concentrates for the 2021-2022 contractual period, which begins tomorrow. 
Glencore and the Fund have agreed to extend negotiations on those terms for three months, during which time primary zinc concentrate purchases will be based on the fallback provision of the SBA. They will be made at variable treatment charges that fluctuate in line with market movements, as well as with other provisions in the agreement. Detailed terms have not been disclosed as the terms are considered commercially sensitive and subject to the contractual requirement and the market practice of keeping pricing information confidential. A few weeks back, we also announced that the processing facility was taking part in the financing and implementation of a mobile vaccination clinic to help support vaccination efforts in the Salabani de Valleyfield region. The vaccine will be available to all C-Zinc employees, their immediate families, and the community at large, with vaccination beginning soon. We have supported the local community in a number of ways since the onset of the pandemic, but I'm quite proud that we have stepped up with this initiative in partnership with others to the benefit of both our employees and our host community. Finally, we recently announced executive changes at the fund effective tomorrow. Paul, currently our Chief Financial Officer, is taking on the role of interim CEO and will be supported by the strong management team in place, including Martin Fillon, our CEO since 2019. I have full confidence in the team in place to continue supporting the fund in achieving its business objectives with the guidance of our Board of Trustees. I have had a long and fruitful career with Seizing since joining in 1996, and I look forward to now pursuing a new opportunity. I am extremely proud of all that has been achieved since the beginning of the pandemic and since my appointment as CEO over the last two years. I would like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank all my colleagues at the processing facility for their hard work and dedication, as well as the board for their guidance, and finally the funds unit holders for their support during my tenure as CEO. Now let's turn to our first quarter sales and production results, turning to slide five. In Q1, zinc metal production and sales decreased slightly. Lower production was a net result of higher grades and recoveries offset by increased work in process inventories when compared to 2020. Slightly lower sales pri primarily reflects lower production volumes. Sulfuric acid sales also decreased. Lower sulfuric acid sales reflect lower sulfur-containing concentrate, resulting in reduced production. One quarter into the year, we are currently on track to achieve our production and sales target for 2021 of between 260 to 270,000 tons of zinc metal. To date, the pandemic has added costs and complexity to our operations, but we have managed these changes successfully since March 2020. And there has been no significant impact on the supply of concentrate. Having said that, we are very mindful that these risks remain. We continue to be vigilant in maintaining our strict health and safety protocols, and we have contingency plans in place in the event of a COVID-19 related disruption. Let's take a look at some of our key drivers in Q1 on slide six. Zinc concentrates and secondary feed process was in line with the same period in 2020. Zinc grade and recovery were both higher compared to the same period last year. Average LME zinc price was at $1.25 a pound, much higher than the same period last year, and also a continued increase compared to prior quarters. Byproduct revenues were in line with the same period last year, Byproduct revenues were negatively impacted by lower sulfuric acid netbacks, 
but this was offset by higher prices on copper and copper cake sales. Finally, the average exchange was 79 cents, reflecting a weaker U.S. dollar. Looking ahead, we expect tightness in the concentrate market to continue negatively impacting treatment charges in, in the near term, while zinc prices are expected to be supported by investor confidence, infrastructure spending, and a weaker U.S. dollar. I'll now hand the call over to Paul to discuss our financial results in more detail. Thank you, Liana, and good morning, everyone. Before turning to our results, I would like to say thank you to Liana for her leadership in the last few years and to wish her the very best in her new projects. I have no doubt that she will take on her new challenges with great success, so thank you, Liana. Now turning to slide eight. Uh, adjusted net revenues have remained fairly stable in the, in the last several quarters. In Q1 of 2021, adjusted net revenues came in at $46.8 million compared to $55.1 million in Q1 of 2020. This decrease reflects lower market terms on concentrates, slightly offset by higher metal prices. Adjusted net revenues were also negatively impacted by lower sulfuric acid prices and lower sulfuric acid volume. Adjusted net revenue per ton also declined through the second half of 2020 and in Q1 2021 due to declining treatment charges. Adjusted EBITDA came in at $9.5 million compared to $17.2 million in Q1 of 2020. Lower adjusted EBITDA reflects lower market terms on concentrates, partially offset by higher metal prices. <clears throat> Turning to CapEx for the quarter, it came in at $9.7 million compared to $7.3 million for the same period last year. $5.9 million of the CapEx is sustaining and maintenance CapEx required to ensure the stability of our smelting operations. It includes regular recurring expenditures to replace equipment in the acid plant and roaster, as well as the ongoing replacement of anodes. $3.8 million of CapEx went towards our strategic expansion projects, most notably the filtration capacity project, which is aimed at adjusting to feed changes and increasing our production capacity and overall profitability. As you may recall, the structure of the building that will house our new belt filters went up last year. If you take a look at slide 11, you'll see that the exterior is now fully clad and the interior infrastructure is also advancing well. As for the cooling tower project, the engineering work required was recently completed. Cooling tower forms were prepared for concrete and the concrete was poured this week. Key equipment, including the belt filters that will be housed in the new building and the cooling towers are expected to arrive on site toward the end of the second quarter. Now turning to cash flow from operations, excluding changes in working capital, interest and tax payments, Cash flow from operations was at $17.2 million in Q1 2021, compared to $22.6 million deficit for the same period last year. In the second half of 2020, the sharp increase in zinc prices created hedging losses and increased the margin in inventory. In Q1 of 2021, we saw a low impact of derivative instruments and a reversal of the margin in inventory, positively impacting results. While treatment charges were low, they were less volatile, and we had strong zinc and copper prices, as well as stable production. <clears throat> Looking now at our ABL facility, at year-end, there was $145 million drawn down, 
when excluding the letters of credit, leaving an excess availability of $12 million. Working capital was $222.2 million, compared to $214.3 million at the end of 2020. Inventory levels were impacted in the quarter due to higher zinc prices and low treatment charges, which increased inventory values. Keep in mind that while the fund is working diligently to optimize its inventory levels where possible, taking possession of large and irregular offshore deliveries is required to maintain production at optimal levels. Large and irregular offshore deliveries of concentrate, variability in local mine deliveries, and the requirement to mix feed qualities to maximize production has resulted in an increase in the variability of inventory levels. Concentrate inventory on hand was very low at year end, and several vessels arrived during Q1, as well as local deliveries, uh, bringing inventories back up to normal levels. Looking at our Senior Secured Metal Liability Agreement, or stream agreement with Basic Core Metals, the fund has received $24 million in advance payments to date. This includes $12 million paid upon closing last summer, and then another $12 million received upon completing the, the structure of the Bell Tilted Building this past December. The remaining $16 million will be paid upon the completion of project milestones expected to be reached towards the end of the second quarter, namely the delivery of key project equipment. As such, we anticipate that we will receive this final payment by the end of the second quarter currently underway. Based on our current liquidity position and capital requirements, as well as continued challenging market conditions, the fund has limited ability to pay monthly distributions, which are also subject to the consent of our lenders. Having said that, the fund's objective is to return to stable monthly cash distributions to unit holders if and when conditions allow. Our focus is on ensuring the stability of the operations, enhancing our ability to maintain profitability in more volatile markets, and on the completion of our strategic expansion projects, which also contribute to our long-term profitability once completed and commissioned. The completion of such projects, the continued optimization of our production and costs, coupled with, the improved, coupled with improved market conditions, will improve the, the, the fund's cash generation. As such, I can assure you that the board continues to carefully monitor and review the fund's financial performance and cash flows, capital requirements, business environment, and prospects on a periodic basis, as well as its required level of reserves and expected future cash flows, in order to determine the fund's ability to pay regular distributions in the future. Turning now to the outlook, since 2020, the economic impacts of the pandemic have caused a greater than 60% decline in spot treatment charges, making it extremely challenging to be operating under market terms. While that decline has slowed in the first quarter of 2021, low treatment charges have remained, with Wood McKenzie reporting indicative spot treatment charges on the Chinese imported concentrates of $70 per ton in January, $75 in February, and $70 in March. Market analysts expect the current tightness in the concentrate market to continue negatively impacting treatment charges for the remainder of 2021. Meanwhile, zinc prices in 2020 swung in the other direction. Prices were low throughout the first half before increasing sharply in the second half. In early 2021, zinc prices have remained strong. In 2021, zinc prices are expected to be supported by investor confidence, infrastructure spending, and a weaker U.S. dollar. 
Both mine supply of concentrate and refined zinc metal consumption decreased in 2020, but smelter production was relatively unaffected and modest growth is forecasted for 2021. Concentrate supply in the market does remain a risk in 2021 in the event mines experience additional disruptions due to COVID-19 outbreaks. Analysts are nonetheless expecting mine production to improve over the next two years and a return to a situation where mine production exceeds smelter consumption. The refined zinc market is also expected to remain in surplus. CRU is forecasting that the 2021 global concentrate market deficit will moderate and that the global refined market surplus, the, the global refined zinc market surplus, sorry, will decrease. In this context, our focus is on executing our long-term strategy on improving our operations and ensuring that our plant remains profitable in more volatile markets. Our strategic expansion projects, which are well underway, will be absolutely key in this regard. We are now well into the third wave of the pandemic in Quebec, but despite the challenges the facility's home province is facing, along with many other regions across Canada, on-site operations have been maintained without significant interruption. We will stay diligent in this regard by continuing to follow our strict COVID-19 protocols while looking to the future with optimism as vaccination efforts roll out in our local, local community and across the country. That concludes our formal remarks. Operator, back to you for the Q&A. Thank you. To ask a question, you will need to press star 1 on your telephone keypad. Again, that is star 1 on your telephone keypad. To withdraw your question, press the pound or hash key. Please stand by while we compile the Q&A roster. There are no questions at this time. This concludes today's conference call. Thank you for participating. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.